we begin to live for something more significant that's been put there by our big God, that yearning begins within us. As we step out of fear, we outline a plan that when that fear comes up, we're going to take that thought captive. We're going to believe that we're braver, smarter, and stronger than we could ever imagine because we have Jesus living in us. And then we're going to feel the feels of that fear. We're going to understand what that fear is, but we're not going to stay there. We're going to replace that fear, that deception with truth. Hey, it's Billy. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big, we're going to be talking about how to outline a plan for spiritual health. This is a fourth step in the five steps to detox from emotional toxin of fear. So here we are moving forward, but more on that in a minute. First, I want to thank you for listening. All of the episodes of the podcast, my social links, books, and email are on my website, billyjouse.com. I'd love to hear from you. I believe when we begin to grow our faith with small steps while believing in our big God, we will be empowered to live out our calling and purpose, one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Over the past three episodes, we talked about going through the acrostic for detox in detoxing from the emotional toxin of fear. In episode 291, we talked about defining fear. Then we moved on to episode 292, examining the fear, the feelings of fear, walking through feeling the feels. Last episode, 293, we talked about terminating the toxin of fear. In this, we talked about replacing deception with truth and the commitment to that. Today, we're moving into outlining a plan. And then in the next episode, 295, we're going to talk about executing that plan. Never let the barriers keep you from accepting what God wants to do in and through you. Let's move forward in outlining that plan to overcome the emotional toxin of fear. Godly ambition should be our goal. Serving the Lord and living as his faithful servants. I know that's really hard to grasp in our culture because we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it and how we want to do it. God doesn't work that way. It really is in his will, in his timing, in his plan. And sometimes that can step on our toes. It can definitely step on our selfish ambition, our jobs, or our status, because many times that becomes a basis of meaning and purpose in our life. We get lost in the desire to know all the details and control all the steps leading to the outcome. Maybe I'm not talking about you. Maybe I'm just talking about me, but that's what I do. I get in my own way and I definitely get in God's way. The definition of a calling, which is what we're going to be talking about today, our calling with God is a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. This is a definition we need to cling to, the conviction of divine influence. You see, we often get confused our calling with a career or popularity or followings or things like that. We believe our success in our profession or status is who we are. 
But our job, our online presence is not our calling. Our position is not the source of our identity. You see, we find our calling and identity in Jesus. Our plan should be aligned with him. When the Lord is our source of what matters and what it means, we find he desires what we should be doing. We find what he desires us to do. You see, he provides the light for just the next step. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough worries of its own. God cares so much that he will give us what we need to achieve what he is called us to do. We have to take those steps into a courageous confidence that God is with us, trusting in his plan. As we have terminated the toxin of fear, this is where the courageous confidence comes in. We have courage and confidence that God's plan is for us and not against us, even though we're still living in life circumstances and the, the chaos that happens in our daily lives. We will still suffer. We will still have trials. But it's our responsibility to continue to seek Jesus and to follow his direction every day, that one day at a time. God created the heavens and the earth. I love this metaphor in a sense of one day at a time, because this is going to outline our plan when we take things one day at a time. God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke that there was light and he saw it was good. He separated the light from the dark the first day. On the second day, God spoke and divided the waters from the heavens. Again, he spoke and land was created. Water was named ocean. Earth grew vegetation the third day. The fourth day, he spoke light into skies, marking heaven and creating seasons. Then the fifth day, he spoke life to fish and other sea creatures, birds of all kind. God spoke again, creating more living creatures on earth. God spoke and created man in his image, reflecting the Trinity's nature. He gave man dominion over all the earth and living creatures. He saw that all that he had created, all that he had made, And that was the sixth day. On the seventh day, he rested. He had finished creation. He rested from all his work. He made that the day of rest, a holy day of rest, one day at a time. If this pattern is good enough for God, it should be good enough for us. But how many times do we run ahead with fear? We stop and get stuck in fear and do not move one day at a time. I want you to start today. We're going to start rewriting a plan, believing that God's promises are true, believing that God will take us to the other side, believing that his truth can override the deceptive thoughts we're having of fear. And we're going to begin to trust that he'll take us there, finding the peace in his intention, even when we don't know what the next steps are. Having a spiritual health plan Outlining this plan gives us guidance to rely first on Jesus. It gives us a list. I love a list. My favorite thing. But it creates a list as a reminder to finish the detox with healthy forward plans of action to follow Jesus. Hearing the Lord and listening to his voice helps us discern his direction and gain that courageous confidence I talked about earlier to take those first steps toward where he's calling us. 
creating an outline of God's next best steps for our lives, taking it one day at a time. The health plan's first step is writing three statements that I believe are true about you. And the the first three steps are going to take us through overcoming this toxin of fear. The three statements, I am braver than I believe. I am smarter than I think. I am stronger than I seem. You see, God is going to take you to the other side if you allow him, if you believe that you're braver, you're smarter, you're stronger. As we begin to live for something more significant that's been put there by our big God, that yearning begins within us. As we step out of fear, we outline a plan that when that fear comes up, we're going to take that thought captive. We're going to believe that we're braver, smarter, and stronger than we could ever imagine because we have Jesus living in us. And then we're going to feel the feels of that fear. We're going to understand what that fear is, but we're not going to stay there. We're going to replace that fear, that deception with truth. If you need help in doing that, go back to episode 293. And that's where we talk about terminating the fear by replacing the deception with truth. And I give you a few scriptures in there that could start you off, but I really do encourage you to go to the Bible and seek your own. As we begin to outline the spiritual help plan, I want you to think about what fills you with passion. What are the things that you do well? What do you love to do? Are there some things that you do over and over without thinking about them too much? Have you ever thought about that God put those skills in you? That he gave you these gifts? That he placed that passion in your heart? Can you allow those skills to be used for God? Can we move forward away from this toxin of fear living in the truth that God has given us? That he is with us? That he is empowering us? That we are braver, smarter, and stronger because he lives within us? that God promises to take us to places that we could never imagine. Today's scripture is Mark 4, 35. Let us go over to the other side. That day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side, Mark 4, 35. You see, God called, Jesus called them to go. There had been a huge crowd that day. It was a stressful day. And Jesus said, let's leave that behind us. He told him his disciples, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. And other boats were along with them. And the disciples trusted the Lord's direction enough to go with him to a destination that he determined, the other side. You see, God promises to take us to the other side when he calls us to go with him. The disciples lived in a daily presence with Jesus. They were with him face to face. And sometimes I get pretty jealous of them being face-to-face with Jesus. Most of us would love to be face-to-face with him. We feel like on earth, if we were face-to-face with Jesus, we would be able to follow his direction each day. But then fear arises. But as we've learned to overcome the emotional toxin of fear and open up to God's presence through this detox, terminating it, and now moving forward, God promises that he will give us protection, guidance, 
He will lead us to the other side. When we're filled with his Holy Spirit, he invites us according to our ability to listen to him. He's gifted us with our spiritual gifts, and we can tap into those anytime as he can. And he calls us to go. We don't call ourselves. Our calling on our lives is not in the future tense. Jesus asked us to get in the boat and go to the other side. As the disciples trusted Jesus and got in that boat and began their journey, they didn't know what was on the other side, nor did they know about the happenings along the way. They had no defined plan or outcome. They didn't discuss it at length. They didn't beat a dead horse in the sense of, you know, wanting to know everything. They relied on their faith in who Jesus was and who they were as his followers. The Sea of Galilee that they were going out on is nearly 700 feet below sea level and it's surrounded by mountains and highlands. And because of this geography, it, it's predisposed to violent wind storms. And as Jesus and the disciples began to cross the Sea of Galilee, a fierce gale, a fierce wind began to blow. And as I talk about, when I give you a scripture, a very small scripture, I don't want you to stop there. I want you to read the whole thing. And the, these are the stories that I'm going into the of, of the experiences that disciples and Jesus were having. As this wind began to blow, not only were the disciples being tossed around, but the waves were also breaking over the boat. And many of them were lifelong professional fishermen. Do you not think they had experienced this before? They had sailed through many storms, but in this furious squall, They were terrified that the boat would sink. Fear filled them even with Jesus in their boat when they see him physically with them. You see, the disciples were in the center of God's will. They had followed Jesus' call to go with him in the boat, but they were still caught in a storm. Let me just tell you, even when we obey, life can grow stormy. Jesus doesn't promise smooth sailing, but when we're caught in a storm while in the will of God, we may be doing what God tells us to do, but it still rains. Even in Jesus's presence, the disciples doubted. The disciples were filled with fear. Fear is going to arise. Let's not fool ourselves into believing that just because we're going through this detox process, it's never going to arise again. But we're learning new habits of taking the deception and replacing it with truth. When the fear arises, feel the fears. Fear, feel the feeling of the fears. Replace it with the truth. Live in God's truth and promises that he will take you to the other side. But where was Jesus during the storm on this boat with the disciples? You see, the disciples were up and awake and terrified. But Jesus was on a cushion, asleep. He had just fallen asleep where he was sitting. He got comfortable. He was intentional. You see, when our problems, when our fear overrides his promise is when the fear builds. When his plan is not laid out in detail and the fear arises, we can stop moving forward. And that's not what God wants. He promises the other side. He will take you there one step at a time, one day at a time. 
We've got to restructure our priorities. What is most important? The disciples, when they doubted Jesus, they woke him up. They knew he would have an answer. In humanity, Jesus was asleep, but in his deity as God, he was awake. He was ready. He was there. He wasn't ignoring the situation. When we cry out, where are you, God, as if he isn't there, like he's sleeping on our call, plan, or purpose, that he's sleeping on the fear that's rising up in us, he's there. In the boat with the disciples, Jesus was just chilling. He knew they were okay. He knows he has a plan. Don't be scared. Don't let fear stop you from moving forward. The fear of doing the wrong thing, the fear of failure, the fear of success, all these fears we talked about before. In Jesus' humanity, he feels the feels we're feeling. In his deity, he fixes them. Commit to living out one day at a time, overcoming these fears, living in the truth, taking that one step to the other side, fulfilling the spiritual health plan of the detox. You see, the disciples were terrified because of their external fear. They scared themselves even more, creating more inner turmoil. And their terror led them to doubting God, and it stuck them in the boat, a sinking boat. Jesus got up when they woke him, and he rebuked the wind and calmed the seas. He spoke to the storm first. He's sovereign, guys. He is the creator of creation, and creation obeys its creator. And then he turned to the disciples and asked, do you still have no faith? He spoke to the external circumstance before turning to the disciples and their internal turmoil of fear, and both responded to his authority. The disciples shook in awe of what Jesus had done. In the journey, a storm terrified them and stuck them in their fear. But Jesus showed up powerfully in spite of that fear. He told them they would make it to their destination. That's what outlining a plan does, believing in the the promises that God gives us. In the book, Distraction Detox, I talk about a fun, inspirational notebook because I'm a list maker, I'm a note taker, and I love to write things down. I love to make lists and see the progression of how I'm overcoming them. And I would encourage you to get an inspirational notebook to be able to begin to writing down the fears, terminating them with the deception, writing truth over them. Um just having a place that you can keep a list, (laughs) I hate to keep saying that, a list of your plan of what you're going to move forward in. What are the passions that God's calling you to? What is the meaning of it? How does it matter to God's greater plan? It's not a plan that is written in stone, guys. It's not. It is just giving us a day-to-day plan and purpose in our calling So I want you to write in that something that you desire to do for the Lord. This is beginning the spiritual health plan, continuing with our spiritual health plan. Ask God to show you how to have an impact, the big and the small. Who's the one person on that one day, in that one moment? When you give yourself the freedom to dream, the Lord will show you what he desires. Search the Bible, find verses that set your spirit on fire and ask the Lord to reveal the passion and scripture. 
I'm going to warn you, terror may rise, fear may come up in you, and questions will increase. Doubt and discouragement will get you stuck when that fear wants to overtake you. But I want you to remember what you've learned and don't give up. You see, as we outline a plan and move into next episode 295 of executing that plan, you don't have to be ready. You don't have to have all your ducks in a row. Do it scared. Knees trembling. Wake Jesus up. He's prepared to speak into the storm of fear in you and move you forward. God has created us with dreams to teach us our daily need for him. Our lives should be more about him. Our, our lives and our dreams allow us to serve Jesus and glorify him through it all. The next thing I want you to do is to write a dream that God has given you, that passion he's placed on your heart. Write it in that journal. And I want you to begin a God-sized plan to do some definite service for him, one that only he can fulfill. The one that scares you, but you've heard from him. You see, God-sized dreams refine us. They reveal to us that he is God and we are his. He promises the other side, trust him. Write the scripture that he's shown you. Do a search for a few more that can help you be courageous, brave, and bold. Do it. Write those scriptures under your dream and listen for the God-given directive that he gives you in the direction he needs you to go. And it may change. But that's all in God's decision and God's desire. So today I want to challenge you. Start today. Dream so big that only God can fulfill it. And I'm not talking about popularity and presence. What is it that God wants you to make an impact on the kingdom? Could it be that one person, that one moment, that one desire to fulfill his purpose in your life? Hear the call, listen, and go relying on Jesus one day at a time. What is God calling you to? Start outlining that plan. And I want to thank you for listening uh, to today's episode. Remember, come back next week for the last of the five steps of overcoming the emotional toxin of fear. And that's going to be executing a plan. And we're going to lay out how we're walking forward. What is the execution? What does that look like? And like I said before, it's doing it when you're already scared. Doing it anyway, one day at a time. Before you go, I want you to um, go to the Start Small Believe Big podcast and review it. Give it some love so that other people can find it. If you have a friend that you think this episode or these five steps of the detox through fear will bless, please send them a link to it. Let them know about it. I I just feel this message is so powerful as we clear our mind that our purpose becomes more clear. Clear mind, clear purpose. Let's overcome these obstacles so we can experience peace. Let's do it as a tribe. Let's do it together. Also, I want to encourage you, go on, order the book. I'm going through some very topical steps of what I dig so deep into in the book. And I would love for you to take this detox challenge by going through the book. Grab a friend, do it together. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life one step, decision, and action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. 
Remember, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. On my website, billyjouse.com, you can find all the links in the show notes. Please go and click on those. Let me know how things are going for you, what your plan looks like. I hope you're back next week for another episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.